0: Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and on behalf of my co-host, Chrissy Dunham, and myself, let me just say thank you for joining us today. The Wonder Podcast is for you, whether you're a man, a woman, young, older, married, single. Our mission is to encourage you and get you focused back on the wonders of our great God. Psalm 136 says, To Him who alone Does great wonders. And to him alone do we dedicate this episode and every episode. So, whether you're in the car or on your way to work, at home watching a little one, washing dishes, or binge listening on a road trip, which we've heard many of you do, we say thank you. And we pray you enjoy this episode of the Wonder Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. And I am thrilled along with my friend Lisa, to tell you guys that we have made it. We are in January 2021. I mean, I am so excited, anticipating so many great things, but I'm always excited at the first of a new year. It's a clean page, it's a fresh start, all those things. And just like we talked about 2020 uh, last week, it's all about your perspective. And it's all about the script that you write yourself. How are you going to approach this? How are, how are you going to handle things if they don't go your way? How do you handle things if God doesn't answer your prayer the way you wanted Him to? All those things. We have no idea what 2021 holds for us, but we know who holds it. And I am excited about that. Aren't you Lisa? I'm very excited. I love a
0: new year. I love a new week. I love Mondays. I love new years. I love new months. I love new everything. New new new. It's all good. So, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Welcome to 2021. Boy, it just seems like we we celebrated 2000, you know, and here we are 21 years later, and we are well into the roaring
1: 2000s, and we are just living the dream, aren't we, Chrissy? Yes, we are. You know, I remember my mother talking about how fast time goes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's nuts. It does not (laughs) go fast. So I guess that's a sign of aging. I don't know, but... I'm like you. I like all things new, and I'm very excited about it. And one of the things that I love about my friend Lisa is throughout the years of our friendship, we always met together in January, and we talked about things that we wanted to accomplish in that new year. And Lisa always had four different categories based on scripture, and I love, love, love this. So I'll have her explain to you the four categories we're going to cover today. And what my goals are in those four categories, and what Lisa's are, hopefully, just to get you to thinking. Goals are a way to set a marker just for something to think about and shoot towards. Y'all, I have been on so many diets and so many, this is the year, and <laughs> I've never accomplished it. You know, I've lost like maybe 10 pounds or something. But my point is, you always need a goal to shoot for. And if you don't make it, you start again. You just start over. So that's what 2021 means, the freshness of a new year. And Lisa's going to explain her thought process behind this idea.
0: Yeah. So, I, but as you were saying that, Chrissy, I just had to laugh because we've done a lot of New Year's healthy lifestyle things. Oh. The sugar oh. fast. We did the sugar we, fast a couple of years ago. We've done ago. them all.
1: We've eaten eggs. I've thrown up in parking lots, driving of these crazy things that we've been on together.
0: We have done a few of those things. And (laughs) here's why I like goal setting in the new year versus resolutions. So when I got married to Brad almost 35 years ago, we'll celebrate 35 years in October, he was a big goal setter. This was something he did in his family. He was in sales. His dad was in sales. They bred salespeople in that family. And so when you're in sales, goal setting is a big deal. I mean, every Monday morning they sit in the room and sweat it out, right? You have to go around and tell your your game plan for the week and all that. So my husband was a big goal setter and he brought that into the marriage, And we began to, I mean, we've got files of goals that we've set through the years. And we really tried to install this in our children as well. And that's what I'll talk about today. But so I started setting goals when Brad pretty much brought that into the marriage and encouraged me in that. And I was watching him do it. And I kind of took it on into my own life. And I think I like goals better than resolutions, because I think resolutions are things that we do disappoint ourselves about, and we just won't carry on and when you have a goal it's somewhat more universal it gives you a little bit bigger Vision, it's not saying something that I want to change about myself necessarily. It's just things I want to achieve and I want to do and I have a vision. You know, the scripture tells us in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, this was referring to the law and we were we're given the law so that we know what to shoot for so that we try to make the mark, right? And when we miss the mark, it's sin. It's like an archery term. But for us as just people, I like to turn that into just an everyday life and we have we don't want to just it's as if the scriptures telling us we're just walking around in circles without that goal and so with a goal, at least you have a vision at least you see where you want to go. we don't want to be in the same place next year. we want to have grown, we want to change we want to uh turn into the people of God that that he would have us uh, become and so we pray over those visions that we, we feel like God has given us. We ask Him to join us in this. We ask Him to show us what to do. We ask Him, where am I weak in my life? Where do I need fine-tuning, Father? Where do I, where do you want me to be this time next year? And then we set those goals accordingly. So probably about, gosh, 15 years ago, I started doing a goal-setting board in our family, according to Luke 2.52. And this is a chapter in my book, Raising Sinners. And it's the premise of the goal setting board is Jesus grew. According to Luke 2.52, Jesus grew in wisdom. He grew in stature. He grew in favor with God and he grew in favor with man. So there's four areas of growth that was shown us in the scripture Um in Jesus life. And that was wisdom, stature, spiritual goals, and community goals, basically. And so we as a family would sit down two times a year, one being in January around New Year's, and then one being in August and set goals for us individually and as a family. And we would use this board to kind of do it. And I mapped the whole thing out in the chapter. So I'm not going to do that now. But Um, It just helped us kind of see what's going on. Where is everybody wanting to grow? What kind of things are you wanting to do? Well, we knew it took on life when Caroline was living in California during her college years. And in January, she sent us her goals. She emailed those to us. And Brad and I both looked at each other and we were like, okay, I think this took, you know? And so that made us feel good. Like we had passed something on to her, like it had been passed on to Brad. So that's what we like to do. We like to look at these four areas. If it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for my kids. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for you and your family. And so, that's what we'll do today is look at those four areas, see what we think. Another thing that I've done through the years is pick a word. And I don't know, Chrissy, if you've had a revelation for a word, but over the past few days, I did choose a word for this year, for 2021. And my word for 2021 is remember. And I want to read the scripture out of First Chronicles 16. And it says, Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Israel, his servant, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word that he commanded for a thousand generations. So that's my word for the year is remember. And I don't know if you recall, Chrissy, but on our podcast with Cynthia Yanoff, she mentioned a speaker that she had heard that said, when you're kind of at that place where you're feeling hopeless or you're feeling uh, like you don't have a word from the Lord, take somebody else's story. Take somebody else's story and grab hold of that. And I think that's so important for us. And that's kind of the premise behind this word is, I want to remember the goodness of the Lord. I want to remember what he's done for me. I want to remember his faithfulness. I want to remember that he is good all the time, no matter what happens. Because we just went through a year where we would have never been able to script what took place. We could have never in our wildest imagination come up with that. But it was important during all of it to remember, hey, and we said it so many times in 2020, God is good. God is sovereign. God is on his throne. This did not take God by surprise. And so that's the word that, that I have for the year. And, you know, if you've got a word, I'd love for you to share that with us. And, and, and then we can start going through our four areas.
1: Well, Lisa, that's awesome. I do not have a word. Okay. And honestly, sometimes I get a word and sometimes I don't. Yeah. And so I really haven't even thought about it. So I'll work on that. Okay. But had a, li- a little bit on my plate. Yes, you um, have. But I have been hanging out in the book of Joshua. So I have a feeling oh, yeah. something will come out of there. It will. Uh, just because I love that whole thing. Yeah. But I'll work on that. Yeah. So let's talk about the first category, shall okay. we? Yeah. Let's start with physical. Let's get physical. So, I want all of our listeners to know, and if you follow Lisa on Instagram, you may have already figured this out. But Lisa walks most every day, and she takes these beautiful pictures in her neighborhood and she plays songs. And it's just every time I see it, it's like, oh, that's just so relaxing and nice, and all those things. And I know she's moving and she's getting older, and so I know it's important for her to move. (laughs) Seriously, as I watched my mom age, that's the one... I learned many, many things, but one thing I learned about physical movement is because she didn't move as much as she used to, uh, her body was declining, and she got slower and slower and slower. So... I have two things under physical number 1 I'm going to move and Lisa has motivated me I don't have to join a gym I don't have to get on Pinterest and find a workout routine I don't have to buy a Peloton treadmill I don't have to do any of that the Lord gave me legs he gave me feet and they work and my dad's cardiologist told him years and years and years ago when my dad was having heart issues but The best thing you can do is walk. The Lord made you to walk. And I don't know if you remember this or thought about this. When you walk, your arms move, your legs move, your head moves, your whole body is at work. And that is the best thing that you can do for your body. And anybody can do it. And I love that. And when I see Lisa doing that, I'm like, I, I I've got to get on that bandwagon. So that is one thing I'm gonna do. I'm adding to my life is I'm gonna take the time to move. I'm gonna take the time to walk. I may not post it, but I want y'all to know <laughs> I'm gonna start walking. The other thing I'm gonna do, of course, it has to do with eating because that's my problem area, one of the many. But some girls that I work with, one in particular, has done Whole 30 off and on through her whole marriage. Of course she's young. She's got three little girls and a husband that has a great career and she works with me. And she has talked us into doing Whole30. So there's three of us on our little staff that we are going to do Whole30. So she's given me a book. I've been looking on Pinterest. I have been reading all I can and I'm gonna do this thing for 30 days to see what happens. But Lisa, she told me today, it's not just about the weight, Christy. It's a new way to eat. So I said, if I do not lose weight on this, Candice, I'm coming after you. But (laughs) she told me her mother is my age and she lost 12 pounds in 30 days. And I said, okay, you're on. So I'm going to start that. She has told me that it's work, not only physically, but you have to prepare everything And you can only buy certain things and do certain things, which I know many of our listeners know that Whole30, I'm just probably the last one to try it. So that's what I'm doing. The first thing Charlie said when I told him, hey, we're going on Whole30 starting January 4th, he asked me, how much does it cost? I go, well, good news is we spend money at the grocery store anyway. So that is my physical goals. I love it. I
0: love it. You're going to love Whole30. I've done that one a couple times. And I try to cook basically like that. I have two cookbooks that I love. One being the Defined Dish. Talked about that before. And you can modify all of her recipes for Whole30. She's got them in there. So if you don't have the Defined Dish cookbook, Chrissy, you got to get it. If I can cook that way, you certainly can too. Because you are an incredible chef. So you're going to love that. Uh, One thing that we did together was start celery juicing uh, several years ago. I've kept it up. If I don't juice in the morning, I can feel it all day long. And so that is something and a lot of listeners have have asked us about that through the years. That is something that I've kept up, I do have some autoimmune issues, and it really helps with that. I've also lowered my cholesterol a ton, you will be told maybe by a doctor that you can't lower your cholesterol, it's hereditary, blah, 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 but diet can do it, you guys, you don't have to be on medication. So if you, it's really good for that. In and, and so I love juicing, and I do that every morning with with celery juice. I also intermittent fast when I can, which is probably ninety percent of the time if I have to go to a breakfast or whatever. But I pretty much eat between eleven and seven every day, and that's my fast. I fast the other um, sixteen hours, and it works for me because I do, like I said. I have some health issues, some autoimmune things, and the fasting really helps with that. So as far as physical, as stature things, I think um, I will continue walking. The walking for me is my peace time. It's my time when I worship. It's my time when I get to breathe fresh air. And it is my medicine. And I love it. And I know that if you take that on Chrissy, I mean, I remember when I started walking, the first time I ever walked was with you when I lived over there by you. Remember, we walked on the trail. Yeah, you moved and I quit. Yeah. And um, it's so it's just it's something that's so good for us. And I'm not a fast walker. I really do take my time. I'm not and it's not a huge cardio thing for me. I really could use some more cardio in my life. But I have to do what works for me and what I know I'm going to be staying with. And I just don't think I would stay with a lot of other really aggressive programs. That's just me. And I know my temperament and I know my will to do that kind of thing. I just have to go with what works for me. And so I think that's a key part of this is set yourself up for success. That doesn't mean we shouldn't stretch ourselves. And so maybe I should stretch myself more in some areas with regard to that, but I love to walk. It's, it's my thing. And, and I try to do it every day. Okay. Let's move on to wisdom. All right. One thing that I have on my wisdom is, well, the main thing is, is reading and I love to read. I don't make as much time for it. I know a lot of people and through the years I've said, I'm going to read a book a month, you know, do that kind of thing. I know one of my daughters is in a book club and she's a voracious reader My other daughter, my older daughter, Caroline, used to be a voracious reader. She would read five books a month, but now she has three children, three and under, and and she just doesn't. The other one um, doesn't really watch TV. Cameron doesn't watch TV, and so she has time to read. So it's just kind of like, what's your balance? But um, I've already got a book. In fact, Cameron gave it to me that I'm starting Right now, uh, "When Women Pray" by T.D. Jakes, and it goes through the twelve women in the Bible and about their prayer life. And I really want that to be something that grows this year for me. So I'm excited to dive into that book. And that's kind of that's kind of my wisdom thing. What about you? Interesting,
1: because mine is books also. Yeah, I have tried to make myself be a reader. And I don't know if seminary burned me out on reading or what happened, but I kind of quit after that. And now when I think about reading, it's a middle game for me. I think that I need to read about somehow improving myself. And I always lean toward the spiritual part. So I buy books like you just mentioned, and then I'll read the first couple of chapters and then I, I never pick it up again. So someone told me if you want to learn to read or learn to love to read, you need to read fiction. You need to read biographies, you need to read things like that where you're not trying to improve on something. Totally agree. Yeah. Enjoy the book. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I am gonna set a goal of reading a book a month. And it's so interesting. Johnny, my son-in-law's mother text me last night out of the blue and said, I'm reading flowers. I think it's called flowers of the moon. And it's a story of Osage County, which is where I grew up and they in Oklahoma, and they're doing a movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and it starts in January in my hometown. And so it's a big deal in Pawhuska, Oklahoma, that they're making this movie. So uh, Kay told me she's reading the book in her book club And she thinks I ought to come to the book club that night and just talk about living in Osage County and what I know and the history of it and all that. Because it's a very interesting, deep history with the American Indians, the Osage Indians in that area. So I ordered that book on Amazon and I'll be reading it as soon as it arrives because I have an assignment. I'll show up at this (laughs) book club with Kay in January to talk about living in Osage County. So I'm going to have to read the book. Look at you. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So I'm going to, you know, pick books. I worked for Jeff Young for many years and he would always challenge us at the first the year to read books. And he had four categories and I'm going to go through my notes and find those four categories or text him and ask him what they are. But you know, one was spiritual, one was biography, one was something to better yourself. And I can't remember the other So I'm going to do that. I'm going to find different categories and try to focus on just enjoying books. I follow your daughter, Cameron, and she's read some books. I'm like, oh, I think I'd like something like that. So um, that's one thing I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, I really do rely on recommendations usually on books. The Girl with the Louding Voice I loved. There's several books I read this year that I I tried to post about them, but there's... um, the Nightingale, I think you would really love. There's several, and that was more um, historical fiction, which I think is a great genre. Jen Sherman, we might need to have her back on the podcast because yes. she's the bookish blonde, and she's always posting things I find so interesting. Hey, Jen, yes. how you
1: doing? Yes, our our listeners need to follow the bookish blonde. Yes. we've had her on before, uh, but she now has a bookstore out by Cedar Creek Lake that I'm dying to go to. So we need to make a road trip. We we need to make a road trip and go see Jen. But if you follow her, she gives you tons of recommendations. And so I'm looking forward to becoming a bookworm. Me too. Me too. Okay. Let's move on to spiritual. Okay. Spiritual goals. What do you um,
0: have for that category?
1: I have three things. Uh, One that's brand new. When we spent time in Africa, we hung out with Charlie and Carol Loper. Lisa and I went to Africa, you may remember, August 2019, and loved our time there, loved serving with the Lopers. One thing I learned from the Lopers is that they do couple devotion and prayer time together every night before they go to bed. In the morning, they do their separate devotions, but at night, they come together. They read, actually read the same devotion they did that morning, and then they pray together. I am asking Charlie Dunham, he doesn't know this yet, because I you know, I just introduced him to the whole 30 idea last night, <laughs> but I am going to ask him for us every night, since he's not traveling right now, and even if he does start traveling again in 2021, we can do it over the phone. So to do a devotion together and to pray together, I loved watching them do that. I think that is a game changer in a marriage. I think it's a game changer in your spiritual life. We have never done that. And we currently have our home for sale. And we've prayed together a couple of times over this home. And it has just meant so much to me, just that small little prayer of selling a house. So I, we're going to do this. And I think you'll be on board with me. We've talked about it before and just never did it. So I'm adding that to memorizing scripture and sharing Jesus. I've got to get better at sharing Jesus with people I don't know. You know, it's easy to do it at a, when you're speaking somewhere or you have conversations with the people you work with or things like that. But just to be like an Amy Pearson as you're standing in line at Starbucks, you know, that kind of thing. I want to look at the end of 2021 saying, I share Jesus With more people than I ever have before, and I have memorized more scripture than I ever have before.
0: That's a great, great goal, and I'm going to add that to mine as well. And I did start memorizing scripture toward the end of 2020, and I it has just blessed me. And watching Cameron do that, it's blessed me, and I love that. But I love also just being more um, evangelical and being bold in our faith. I think that's a great thing to add to our goals as well. And that's another great podcast. Amy Pearson was on last year or the year before and shared, and she gave some great tips on how to do that. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to Amy Pearson. Hey, Amy. One thing I'm doing this year is I love to read the Bible through. I've done it for many years, but Cameron, my daughter, um told me about the Bible Recap. And you might follow them on Instagram, but that is a chronological version of the Bible every day. And there's a Bible Recap book that you can follow along that has the scripture and commentary in it. So I've ordered the book. I don't have it yet, but I'm doing the reading plan online until then. And And it's a great way. I'm excited to read the Bible chronologically all the way through because I've never done it that way. So you get into Job really early in Genesis, which is kind of fun. And so that's what I'll be doing. Uh, And I'm excited about that and just um, a different way to read the Bible and not just Genesis to Revelation. So I'm excited about that. That's how I'm going to be spending my time with the Lord every day.
1: Will you tell me, I want, I want to get on board with this. Tell me how to order this Bible recap. Do I just go online and type in Bible recap? Pretty
0: much. But if you're on Instagram, I want you to, it's a podcast, Chrissy. It's called the Bible recap podcast. And this gal who, you know, her, she's adorable. What is her name? Tara Lee Cobb, I think. Okay. Anyway, she, um, she will lead you through on it. Like it's a very short podcast every day. And it's so it's something to listen to every day. You don't have to listen to it. You can just do the reading. You can and then she has God moments where um God speaks to her and she shares that. Uh, I forget what she calls it. I, I haven't um, started yet. so that's why I'm just saying that I'm still we're recording this a little bit before um, I would be ready. So, anyway there's a whole plan and you download the Bible app if you don't have the book you subscribe to the Bible recap plan you listen to the bot to the podcast if you want to there's six prep episodes and so I have I need to do that still but anyway I forget what her name is but you have these God moments or these takeaways from every part of the scripture that you read super excited about that so anyway follow the Bible uh, recap plan podcast as well as the Instagram, and it kind of fills you in every day on on what you should be doing. So awesome. I'm excited about that. But yes, there is a book, and I just went and Googled the, the Bible recap and ordered it, and I'm excited to dive in. But you can even, it's very downloadable too, so you don't even have to have the book. You can just do it on your Bible app. Okay. The daily plan, but I like to have a book because I like to journal and I don't want to have to be looking up every day when I'm going to be reading right. I'm going to go to the next thing. So I totally agree. Totally. Yeah, agree. So that's that. Okay. So let's talk about community a minute. And um, I think this is, if we haven't learned anything over 2020, it is that we were created for community. Like Rick Warren talks about in his book, the purpose driven life community is so important for us as not only just people as, you know, children of God, but as the church. Uh, So that's been really on my heart this past, these past few months is, am I getting out of my comfort zone? Because I'll tell you the truth for someone that's a homebody like me, this staying at home stuff is right up my alley. And I had to really dig deep at sometimes some days to not use this as an excuse to just not be out and touching people and seeing people and communing with God's creation that is very important to me uh as you know I've done a neighborhood bible study for many years and I'm excited for that to pick back up we did start meeting this we met online most of the summer and then through the through last fall last spring excuse me we met online and then we started meeting in per person in the fall and it was great just to have people we wore masks we scattered through my living room so everybody would be comfortable but that was that just was good for my soul i want to continue that but i just think community whatever that looks like for you and i think you know i've seen a lot of pictures where people are sitting out in their yards and you know what just like we talked about last week we're not going to judge people for how they handle this because this is all we're all trying to figure this out right and so and like you said last week Chrissy if this does go on through till summer 2021 we're not we're still a long way away and so we can't be judgmental but we also have to understand what we were created for and we weren't created to be held up without being in community and so let's figure what how to do that and if it's sitting in the backyard socially distance with your neighbors or inviting people over to have a dinner outside or mask in your home. Do what you have to do to grow in community and
1: grow with people because we were created for that. Absolutely, absolutely. A couple of things that I'm going to do in relation to community, because I I really do agree with my doctor, like we talked about last week, that we may be in this situation till the end of summer. Who knows, it may go longer. I had the opportunity to cook meals for people during this quarantine. I had friends that were sick. I had friends that were so down that you just wanted to do something for them. So just send a quick text. I'm going to drop off dinner on your doorstep. And for me personally, because I love to cook, it was so soul satisfying. And one of my friends was sick on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, She's single. And I just, the Lord laid her on my heart. This is another thing. Be so in tune with the Holy Spirit. Yes. That when something crosses your mind, do it. Yes. On Thanksgiving Day, I was up early starting to prepare our meal. And I just happened, this lady crossed my mind. And I thought, I'm going to check on her. I knew she had COVID. And I text her and I said, how are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm just, I'm so sad today. I didn't realize it was Thanksgiving Day. It snuck up on me. I've been ordering all my meals through Uber Eat, and everything's closed today. So I have no food. That was my signal. And I said, I'm going to drop off some things on your doorstep this afternoon. And she cried. She texts me over and over and she got better like in the next couple of days. So i made the soup that I make and I call it the healing soup. I go, you were healed through that soup. But just <laughs> the satisfaction for me of that really touched them. And Lisa, you challenged us throughout the year. I took a meal to a, a single mom and I took a meal to uh, some other moms during quarantine. You had challenged on Facebook to do that. And I think I did four or five meals. And I just love that. That is me. That's my love language. I, and when I met Una May, I met Amy Hammond. It reinforced that in me. So I'm going to be doing some more of that. Christmas cards that I've received. I've never done this before. But I love when people have done it for me. I'm going to pray over a family once a week, and I'm going to drop them a note. I prayed for you this week. I prayed for your family. Um, Someone did that for me a couple of years ago, and it just touched me. And so we may be inside. We may lose community. I just think notes are amazing, and I'm going to write more notes. I'm not good at that. I love notes, and I love handwritten things. Uh, but I'm just not that good at it. And I really want to focus on that. So we don't know what the year holds. I don't know if we'll be quarantined. I don't know if we'll be out and about. But those three things will always serve a community well, in my opinion.
0: Yes, they will. And I, I think we call that a meal min- your meal min- ministry. Your meal ministry. Yes. <laughs> and I've been the recipient of your meal ministry recently. And I'll tell you what. It was good. In fact, Brad was like, we need more of this home cooking, Lisa. And I'm like, okay, here we are. It's because you cook
1: Whole30 and I cook Fat and
0: 30. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. It was good. Okay, one thing, I know we need to stop, but if you follow, um, let me see, it's uh, Dave Ramsey. Do you follow Dave Ramsey? I don't, I've never Read his book or anything, but I do follow him on Instagram because I, I think it's so exciting as he's sharing how people have gotten out of debt and all of that kind of, kind of thing. And I know that's a lot of goals that people set is to pay off some debt, especially after Christmas. And uh, sometimes we do get in the hole a little bit, but he has seven areas of your life to <gasps> set goals in. And oh I think goodness. they're really good. And let me just share those real quick it's career, family, spiritual, financial, social physical and intellectual and so I so thought that like plus that yeah we're close he added a few more and I think uh, those are excellent to add in but if you follow him that's one of his posts recently and um, and it's good it's good those are some great things to consider and uh, just another way to look at setting goals so You know, I think it's just that right now we're all in that new, it's new, it's fresh. We've got the world by our fingertips right now. We don't know what 2021 holds, but we know that God is good and that he's sovereign and that he's sitting on his throne and we trust
1: him, right? That's right. Amen. So happy 2021. That's right. To all our listeners, we pray that you have the best year ever know that we love you and we uh, thank you for listening to us. And we pray, we pray, we pray that it's going to be an amazing year. God bless you.